Hello and welcome to the good old days of radio show. This is John Tefteller, your host. It's Thursday and we are in the midst, actually rolling towards the end, of a salute to the great radio horror writer Arch Obler. He didn't just write horror shows, but since it's Thursday and we've been featuring creepy, weird horror shows on Thursday ever since the beginning of this podcast a couple years ago, we got to do um, another episode of Lights Out. Uh, this particular one is almost a almost a humorous show. As I remember it, it's sort of a inside radio type show in which Mr. Obler takes you through some of the workings of the preparation of a radio program, his own radio program in this case, uh, Lights Out, and he has Mercedes McCambridge and I forget who else, but we'll see, who does uh, the the bulk of the program murder in the script department is the title and that should tell you that yes we're on an inside radio type thing and so i will listen to this along with you and have more to say at the end here we go ironized yeast presents lights out everybody This is Arch Obler. All this happened because one night I wandered into the script department of the broadcasting company here in Hollywood. There were girls working there, busily typing the scripts for such shows as Mayor of the Town and Mr. DeMille's Radio Theater and uh, Lights Out. I'd never seen the young ladies before, and they'd never had the uh, misfortune of meeting me. Now, I came to the conclusion they half expected me to have a couple of horns protruding through my hat and be carrying a nice long red tail neatly coiled over my right arm. At any rate, the result of that meeting, well, that's a story you're going to hear in just a few moments after we've heard from that gentleman of Ironized Yeast. Friends, are you too frazzled out to have fun, too underweight and cranky to be popular, too all in to care? Then listen. Very possibly that may be due to the fact that you simply aren't getting enough vitamin B1 and iron from your food. If that's your trouble, try Ironized Yeast Tablets. They supply both vitamin B1 and iron. It's ironized yeast's famous two-way help that's been of such amazing benefit to many people who were short on these substances. Helping these weary, worn-out folks gain glorious new pep and strength and needed pounds, often in just a few weeks. That's right. The name is Ironized Yeast Tablets. And now, lights out. Everybody. is it? Ten minutes more. Gee, it's been a long day, hasn't it? I'll say so. If I never see another script or typewriter, it'll be too soon. <laughs> you were the one who wanted to get into radio. Radio. Sitting at a typewriter eight hours a day, making stencils. You were the one who said it'd be a shortcut. Some director'd walk into the script department, see you behind that typewriter, and say, where have you been all my life? Mary, stop it, will you? You think you're so cute. I don't see anyone whining. Girls, Bernice, Mary... After all, this is a place of business. Yes, ma'am. I don't like to be the disciplinarian, but this is the third time that I've found you quarreling with each other rather than working. Well, we weren't quarreling. Perhaps not, but it sounded like it. You're setting a very unfortunate example for the other girls. 
I'm going to ask both of you a simple question. Do you or do you not want to continue working here? Oh, we do. Yes, of course we do. Very well. No more of this nonsense, then. There's a script that must be mimeographed first thing tomorrow morning, so the stencils will have to be out tonight. It shouldn't take you long. What's the matter with you girls? Have you any objections to working late tonight? Oh, no. no, no. I'd love it. Very well. All right, the rest of you girls, time to go home. Yes, I'd love to stay over time if I could type over her dead body. Hush, hush, she'll hear you. Here's the script, girls. Twenty pages. Divide it up between yourselves. Yes, ma'am. When you're through, leave the stencils on my desk and lock the door behind you. Yes, ma'am. Well, good night. Don't forget to turn out the lights as you go. Yes, ma'am. All right, girls, let's get out of here quickly so that Bernice and Mary can finish their work. Of all the knock-kneed, blab-eared, long-necked, pot-heeled... Oh, stop it, will you? Let's oh. type the darn thing off and get out of here. Well, what do you know? What's the matter? Look at the script we're supposed to type. Lights out. <laughs> One of those things. Yeah. So what? I... I don't like to type them. They scare me. Are you kidding? Typing's typing, no matter what you're typing. Well, not if it's one of those lights out, please. Blood and people dying and murderers and worms. Oosh. Forget it. Just words on paper. Well, it scares me. Well, type with your eyes closed. Oh. You listen to this. Note to the sound department. At this point in the play, I want the sound of a body being turned inside out. I suggest the use of a wet rubber glove to plant the picture of a human being being deliberately turned. Oh, stop it, will you? <laughs> oh, for Pete's sake. It's only a sound effect. I was just reading... Well, will you type your script and let me type this? Don't go reading any of it out loud. All right, all right. I wonder what kind of a screwball he is. Who? The fellow who writes these plays, you know. Arch Oberlin? Yeah. Oh, I like him. Well, what are you talking about? You never even met him. Well, I like him anyway. But you just finished saying you don't like this. Well, I like his other plays. You know, the ones he does for the government? With sense to them. Well, personally, I think he's a wolf. Oh, what are you talking about? You know, one of these werewolves. I bet he eats his young. Well, don't talk like that. He's got a ten-month-old baby. I saw a picture of it. And it's real cute. <laughs> well, I still think... Well, it... for heaven's sake, just because the man writes fantastic doesn't mean he's fantastic. Well, you look who's talking. Why, you're even afraid to type him. What are you afraid of, that the ghost will pop out of the pages and turn you inside oh, out? Oh, stop it, will you, if you don't stop all it? All right, all right, let's type. Well, how do you like that? What's the matter now? My typewriter's jam. Can't move a key. B? What's the matter with you? Mine is, too. <laughs> My typewriter is, too. Like the fella said, c'est la guerre. Everything's falling apart. Suppose we'll have to use one of the other machines, just when I was getting comfortable. I'll use Anita's. Yeah, I'm going to use Evelyn's. She won't care what I do with it. She's going to be a wave anyway. Mary, this one's jammed too. Yeah, so's Evelyn's. Well, I'll try Elle's machine. She's always boasting about how fast it is. Well, why, it's jammed too. Well, so's this one. Well, what do you know? <laughs> what is it, the typewriter gremlins? Mary, what's the matter? Your face. Let's get out of here. What's the matter? Let's get out of here. We've got overtime. I tell you, let's go home. Well, just because a typewriter jams up is no reason to have a fit. Well, I'm getting out of here, and you better come with oh, me. You're crazy running out. What's come over you? What... Bernice! What's the matter with you now? What are you standing at the door with your back to me for? Stay or go? Bernice, come here quick. Oh, for Pete's sake. What's the matter with you? Why are you standing there for with your hand on the knob? It's locked. What? Locked. Locked. Oh, you are crazy. Huh. Let me add it. Let me try. Why is it locked? Because some screwball janitor thought everybody had left and locked the door, that's all. Say, somebody out there, let us out of here. We're locked in, hey! It, it won't 
do any good. That's what you say. I'll wake the dead. Hey, are you deep or deaf or whatever it is? Somebody get a key and let us out. Hey, we're not slave labor. Let us out. What's the matter with me? Where are you going? All I've got to do is pick up the telephone and call communications. They'll get us out of here. Oh, yes, call them right away. Tell them we're locked. All right, all right, I'm calling them. Hello? Hello? Answer me. What's the matter? Oh, I'm dead. Oh, Oh, stop that. The operator thought we'd all gone home, so she disconnected the wire, that's all. Oh, Oh, for Pete's sake, of all the nincompoops, what is there to cry about? I'm afraid. So you're afraid, so I'm queen of the May and there are roses in the air. What is this all about? What's all the hysteria? You don't understand. I'll say I don't. You stop crying. No, something terrible is going to happen. What are you talking about? We're in the script department of a broadcasting company, remember? Oh, something jammed the typewriters. Something locked the door. Something... What do you mean, something? Something, I tell you. Something, I tell you, you're crazy. I think I've known you all these weeks and never knew you had bats in your belfry. There's absolutely nothing that's happened. Why did you stop talking? Answer me. The telephone cord. <gasps> the end, it's torn off. Yes. But I... I talked on this telephone only an hour ago, remember? Yes. I could have gotten torn loose. I told you. Oh, shut up. All right, maybe there is <laughs> something screwy, I don't know. But I do know there's nothing to get hysterical about. <laughs> This place only had windows I could call out. <laughs> On modernistic air conditioning. <laughs> Will you stop moaning? Well, you're scared too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Series <laughs> of coincidences, that's all. What could it be? <laughs> Answer me what? Who ever heard of anything happening in a place like this? Well, what are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> this is no haunted house. You and me and a lot of other girls work here, remember? So if we're locked in and have to stay here all night, so what? The door's locked from the outside. The watchman downstairs, remember? So who could get in here to hurt us? What if the locked door won't do any good? What? You heard me. Oh, you're a crazy kid. Look, desks and chairs, fluorescent light, modern design, remember? We're not in a haunted house. Get that through your head. We're not in a haunted house. Oh. Well, what's the matter now? Get all through explaining. What's the matter? Something happened. Happened? Something in the air. What are you... Oh, for heaven's sake. Over say. there, at the end of the room. The light must have burned out. Oh. Oh, was right. Goes to show you how crazy you've been. A couple of natural things happen and you start acting out a ghost story. You should join the actors' union. Bernice. So one of the lights burned out, so what? There's one thing the script department's got, plenty of light. Mary, why are Another you... light. I saw it go out. What are you dreaming? I tell you, I saw it go out. You're crazy, it didn't. I saw it. Now, look here. There are... Two, four, six, eight. Eight lights in this place. See? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now, don't give me any more of that lights out. Another. Oh, Another. You're, you're absolutely crazy. I, I'm scared just staying here with you. Count them. Why should Count I? Count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not eight. Seven. Gee. I told you. Oh, no. What? Another one out. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh. Stop it, stop it. Another one there. Gosh. Over next to Miss Winton's desk, another one. What? Only four left, only four. What'll we do? Only four. Who's putting them out? I don't know, I don't... Another... Oh. Only three more. If they go out, I'll die. They won't go out. They can't go out. The switch. That's it, I'll hold the switch. I won't turn out the lights if I hold the switch. It's all right, Mary. See, I got hold of the switch. Nothing Another can... one. Another one. But I was holding onto the switch. 
two lights. Two lights and then dark. Bernice. Oh, Bernice, hold me. I'm scared. Oh, gee, I'm scared. All right. That's all right. There's still two lights. See? Two lights. They'll stay on. They will. I know they will. They're both out. We're in the dark. Bernice, where are you? Let me out of here. I'm afraid of the dark. Let me out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, we leave our lights out story of the murder in the script department for just a moment now. A businessman's neighbors in the carpool are waiting for him, and he says... Sorry to keep you fellas waiting. I lay awake again last night. Felt too jumpy to eat my breakfast. I don't seem to have enough pep and energy to get going these days. I wish I knew the answer. The answer? Very possibly it may be simple vitamin B1 and iron shortage. A deficiency that may slow down any number of Americans nowadays. Yet there's such an easy way to get more vitamin B1 and iron when you need them. Pleasant little ironized yeast tablets supply both vital substances. But why are they so vital? Why? Listen. When you don't get enough vitamin B1 from your food, you may lose your appetite, may not eat all you need to keep yourself normally strong and peppy, or what you do eat may not do you the good it should. And when you don't get enough iron from your food, you may be weak and pale and always feel tired. I get it. And you say ironized yeast supplies both vitamin B1 and iron? Right. It's this famous two-way help that so many Americans who were short on these substances praise to the skies today. They tell of the wonderful difference in the way they look and feel and act. So, if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, try ironized yeast tablets. Then see if before long you aren't saying... I eat like a schoolboy and I feel so well that I sleep like a baby now. Jitter's gone, all my old pep back. Thanks to ironized yeast, I feel like a new man. And now, back to the story of the two girls locked in that room of the broadcasting studios. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Isn't it bad enough without you driving me crazy? What's the good of your crying? There's a reason. There must be for this. Everything's got a reason. I know it. I know it. I can't stand it. I can't. Candles. Those blackout candles. Stop crying and let me think. Swinton had some blackout candles in her desk. I know she did. Oh, don't leave me alone. Don't leave me in the dark, Bernie. Will you stop it? I found them. <laughs> candles and matches. There. Three candles like this one. And this one. See? Plenty of light now. Who, who's there? Nobody. Nobody. There's a reason for everything, I tell you. I know what it is. What? The electricians, that's it. The electricians didn't know we were up here, and they were testing the lights. They'll go on any minute, wait and see. You think so? Of course. Look, what did I tell you? <laughs> there they go on again. Look at the ceiling. Oh, oh no. Green. Light now is green. Green. All the lights. Green. You lied to me. You said it was the electricians. Look at the light. It's green. It makes your face look green. You look dead. You hear me? Dead. You'll be dead and I'll be dead. We'll be dead. Dead, dead. Stop it. Stop it. You're not going to drive me crazy. Just because there's something wrong with the electricity. You look around. Everything's all right. Nothing's wrong here. Nothing. Who, Who did that? Typing. I heard typing. So did I. Typing. We just must... Imagine. 
typewriters. Look at the typewriters. Typing. And there's no one. Who's typing? Who's typing? So, sooner or later, someone will come along. It'll be too late. Don't say that. Nothing's happened these last hours, has it? Nothing. It will. When I get out of here, I never want to talk to you as long as I live. As long as you live. Will you stop talking like that, or do I have... Oh, don't hurt me. I'm not hurting you. No one's going to hurt you. Or me. It's a trick. It's some kind of a trick. The typewriters, electric ones, aren't they? Then the power, something. It's got to be a trick. You don't believe it, do you? Believe what? There's something in this room with us. Where? I don't know. But it's here. What are you trying to do? Make me as scared as you are scared? There's something in this room. Where? Answer me, where? Just you and me, that's all. You're not going to scare me. I'm not going to let myself get scared anymore. I want to get out of here, and I'm going to get out of here. My head's still... Yes. I heard it, too. What? Something. Desk. Look. The desk moving. Look. That one moving. And that one. Mary, take your hands away from your eyes and look. Look, the desks. All of them moving. Mary, look. All the desks. Who's moving them? Who's moving? Stay back, you. Stay back. Mary. Mary, all the desks in the room. They're moving down toward us. Open your eyes. Please. You're not dead. You can't be. I'm all right. Oh. I thought... I'm all right. But what happened? You fainted. Did, did I? Yes. The desks were... They're all around us. All around us. <laughs> You're the one who's scared now, aren't you? All right. I am. I am. I'm not. Not scared? You? No. It's very nice. Oh. What's very nice? You know. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You know. I don't know. Tell me. So warm. What's warm? The sun. So warm, sitting in the sun. What? Nice when the sun is warm, isn't it? 
I always wanted to sit in the sun. Oh, no. You can sit in the sun if you want to, Bernice. It's all right. Mary, Mary. You don't have to shout. We'll go home soon. As soon as the sun goes down, we'll go home. Oh, Mary. I was scared before. Wonderful the way it is now, out here in the sun. There's no reason to be scared when you're sitting in the sun. Oh, Mary, I'd rather you'd be afraid, do you hear me? I'd rather you'd be afraid. No. The sun. There is no sun. We're right here where we were in the office. And the light is still green and the desks are moved all in around us. And we can't get out. Mary, be scared. Please stop looking at me the way you are and be scared. You say we're not sitting in the sun? No, no. You must be crazy, Bernice. Because we are sitting in the sun. Are you crazy, Bernice? All right. If that's what you want. We are sitting in the sun, dear. I knew it. I used to be so scared. You now were... I'm all right. You were right before. When you said there was someone in the room. There is. I can't see anyone. But there is someone. The sun is so nice. First the typewriters. And then the lights. And then the moving desks. And now waiting. Who's waiting? It's waiting. Will we go home soon? Yes. When? Soon. I think very soon. I was very scared. Yes. When you get scared enough, you can't get scared anymore. Mm, the sun is very nice. I think I'm getting that scared now myself. Do you hear something? What? Something? There's nothing, nothing. No. There is something. I told you. Listen to me. Who's here with us? Who? Answer me. What do you want of us? Please answer me. What do you want of us? Mary's asleep. When you sleep, you don't think. I'm not going to think anymore. If I think about it, get like Mary is. No, I won't think. I'll sit here till the morning with my eyes shut. And once morning, they'll get here. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. My eyes closed. Green light still shines through my lids. How could green light turn with... No, stop thinking. Gotta stop thinking. Green light through my lids. Uh, go. No light. Open my eyes. Dark. The lights are gone. In the dark again. Mary. Mary, wake up. 
Mary, the lights, please wake up. I'm not asleep. Oh, I thought. Sun is very nice. Isn't it? The sun. You still think... Mary, don't you know? Can't you see we're sitting in the dark? Dark. Stay close to me. If they'd only come. I know. He'll be here soon. Who? In the dark. He'll be here. Who are you talking about? Who? Any minute now. Do you hear him? Here? I think he's coming now. Yes. He is. No, please, no. You're right. It is dark. Very dark. His kind of dark. Stop talking like that. You can't stop him. No one can stop him. What's the use of being afraid? If someone had only come. I've been telling you. Someone is coming. Right now. And he's sitting on the desk looking at it. I'm glad he's here. He'll make my head stop hurting. He'll take me home. The floor. It's lifting. Yes. I feel it. The room. It's turning. Stop it. Stop turning the room. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. A total of 15 Axis planes shot down in the Mediterranean theater of war. So much for the war news. Now the news of local interest to you early morning listeners. If you've been wondering why those dishes in the kitchen started to dance last night, the answer is an earth trembler, earthquake to you, of five seconds duration. The material damage was very slight. But two deaths are indirectly attributed to the earthquake. Bernice Saxton and Mirabelle Pressler, employed by the broadcasting company, were found dead this morning in the script department where they'd been doing overtime work. Cause of the death is believed to have been heart failure induced by fright. The girls have been accidentally locked in the office, and when there was a failure of electric power followed by earthquake, it is believed the young women were frightened to death. This concludes our morning broadcast. Mr. Obler. Oh. What's this, Frank? Have I got you down to a single O? Oh, but but don't you... overlook the terrific power of suggestion. You go into a house, you've been told it's haunted, and suddenly the normal creaks of a house at night becomes ghostly footprints, the patter of mice, well, dead men running up the walls. Oh, yes, Frank, suggestion from within ourselves has the proven power to kill. Now, I'd like to try, a well, an experiment and suggestion on a radio audience. After you've had your say... Today, many of you are asking, could vitamin B1 and iron shortage be what's keeping me underweight and under par and miserable? The answer is definitely yes, it could be. Of course, there are other causes where a rundown condition may stem. If you are in any doubt, by all means, consult a physician. 
But if you simply need more vitamin B1 and iron, remember, ironized yeast tablets cost but a few pennies a day. And what's more, you don't risk even those few pennies. For ironized yeast has been so successful in such cases that it's sold on this money-back basis. If you don't start to eat better, to feel much better, and so sleep better, the cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full by Ironized Yeast, Box IY, Rawway, New Jersey. And now what about this message and suggestion? Well, no matter what I say, and I'm speaking to all of you out there, don't look behind you. Remember, don't look behind you. All right. There's someone back there. He's about four feet away. He's coming closer and closer to you. Now, don't look around. Closer, closer. His hands are going out to the back of your neck. Closer, closer. Now, wait a minute. That's, that's enough, Mr. Obler. I see what you mean by the power of suggestion. Then may I suggest our friends listen in next week to our story of the spider. It's a play whose locale is an equatorial jungle back in the days when jungles were peopled with monkeys, not with Japanese snipers. So, a strange adventure titled The Spider, next week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's eerie story, The Spider. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. Friends, a fact. The season for white shoes is here. And a question. How can you keep white shoes really white and at the same time help give them the best of care? The answer, use Energene Shoe White. Energene Shoe White is made with the whitest pigment obtainable. It spreads over shoes easily and dries evenly to a real... Okay, uh, Murder in the Script Department from May 11th, 1943. At the beginning of that show, uh, when the two ladies were talking, and we know one was Mercedes McCambridge, we don't know who the other one was, no credit given there. Um, but anyway, when the two ladies were talking, they were referencing a script they were typing for Lights Out about turning things inside out. Arch Obler, uh, that's another one of the lost uh, episodes of Lights Out, originally called The Dark, and it was all about uh, a fog that would turn people inside out. Um, Obler recreated that for a 1960s LP, and we featured that particular segment on the good old days of radio show way back when. Look it up. Uh, you'll find it there somewhere. Uh, but the original broadcast from the early 40s or late 30s or whenever he originally wrote it, um, that doesn't seem to exist anywhere yet. Maybe it'll be found, maybe not. But in any case, it's not here now, so we can't play it. Back next week with uh, more crazy, uh, unusual horror stories from March Obler. And on Tuesday, of this coming Tuesday, uh, we have a special guest, um, Tommy Cook, who 
played in some of the Arch Obler broadcasts, will be on hand to talk about working with Arch Obler, and we will hear a show uh, that he did with Arch Obler. It's not a creepy, weird show like uh, what you're hearing here, but more of a lighthearted, interesting, almost comedic show with a great performance by Tommy Cook, who will tell us all about it next week on the Good Old Days Radio Show on Tuesday, and then back on Thursday with more creepy stuff. Okay, this is John Tefteller, and we will be back next week. (laughs) 